This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. Right, let's do it. All righty, Dan. You about to sneeze, Tools? No. no uh, yeah, well, you're going to have a little bit of that today. You looked it's up, got a little sinus. You know, if you look up into the light, it'll keep you away from uh, sneezing. It's a trick. Go to trick the light. Trick of the trade. Go to the light, Pat. That's right. Go uh, up there. Well, obviously, we were not here yesterday as uh, basketball got things going, so the uh, the women... And the men were on the airwaves instead of us, so lots to talk about today. And, you know, maybe you have uh, chilled out a little bit from the loss, or if you're uh, even more angry because you couldn't vent to us, then we are here for you today at 392-8255. Jeff Cardozo, Pat Dooley with you. And certainly uh, not what the hope was to be uh, talking about uh, after what we saw on Saturday. Close, but just couldn't make the plays, couldn't do enough to... uh, Win it against Arkansas, and, and we did, I think, try to warn you a little bit. The Arkansas offense wasn't going to be as lethargic as it had been. When when you make a change, then usually that helps out quite a bit. And yeah, the Gators' tackling it, problems still did yeah. not help them either. And I think that first drive was almost predictable, you know, that they were going to come out with the plays that worked best for them. And, and, and you know, okay, that's fine. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm okay. All right. It's not good, but it, you, th- those things happen. It just wasn't good that nobody got covered the entire drive. No, they didn't. Um, and then, of course, the fl- fluky play, although Pierce has got a hold on that ball. Next thing you, you're like going, uh-oh, this could be bad. This may not go well. And I give Florida credit. They fought back, took the lead, lost it again. Apparently, first and 20 in, in overtime, you go, uh, let's let the quarterback run, you know. Um they're just they're just a long way there from being good. Mm-hmm. It's a long way to get there, and and more people continue to get hurt. Yep. So that that doesn't help when you already have a bunch of injuries that are forcing youngsters to play. And and again, I, I think they'll eventually be okay because you got some good players out there. But you can definitely tell that sometimes it's a little bit bigger for them. Well, they don't understand I, where they're supposed to be and. Obviously, they don't understand how to tackle at this level, and it's not high school kids anymore. And even for Trey Wilson, the guy that's tearing it up right now, there's a lot of times where he can probably get more yardage by not dancing around going east and west, just sometimes just get up the field a little bit quicker. So I think everybody's got to learn, but you can certainly see that there is talent yeah, they look like a young team, though. And sure. That's, that's unfortunately sometimes it comes up at the worst times. And you mentioned the physicality of it. Um, you know, I think that defense is worn down. And I think that 
especially during a game, they even get more tired because they're not used to um, they're used to playing that much, but they're not used to guys bigger than them always playing against them. You know, I, I said this going into the game. Their quarterback is bigger than any Florida player other than the defensive line. Every other Florida player is smaller than their quarterback, so he's probably going to run over them, and that's what he did. Now, he waited till the end when they were kind of tired, mm-hmm. which I thought was a pretty smart move to start running those quarterback runs, and, of course, they worked every time from that point on. But, hey, Florida found ways a way to lose the kind of game that, that Arkansas has found a way to lose all year, and this time Arkansas found a way to win, and, Florida's young team did not do a very good job. And for some reason, nobody on that staff can count to 11. (laughs) I'm going to help them, okay? It starts with one, two, three. Count to 11. Not that hard. It can be done. Yeah, can be done. And it could have been done if you, you make a field goal. Yeah, and if he makes if he makes a field goal, we're all sitting around here going, well, that the this final is, drive was great, and you got them down there under a minute, and you're able yeah. to get down into field goal range, and look at the progress. Won the game, yeah. It, won the game, and you did what you needed to do, and now you just hope to scrape one more out. Yeah, now it's just you're playing with house money. You yeah, know? but now you need to scrape Spend, one out. Yeah, and you're going to be double-digit underdogs in every game. You think double-digit? Well, what wouldn't it be? It is this week. We know that. Not Missouri. I don't know. I mean, Missouri's pretty good. Yeah, they they were in there with Georgia for a little bit. Most they of were, it. They were, what was it, four-point game at one point in the fourth quarter that they scored. Um, and certainly FSU, you know, could come in here as the number two but team in the country. Florida wasn't ranked in 97, were they? Uh, yeah, I think they were ranked. I uh, Yeah. They'd only lost twice, so they were ranked. Yeah, they, they would have been ranked, I guess. They lost to... Um, Georgia, and to I'm trying to remember the other game they lost. Oh, LSU. Those are the two games they lost. And yeah, no, they they were, but they were like they ended up ranked really. I think they ended up like fifth or sixth in the country because they they won that game. Then they won the bowl game, of course, because Penn State yeah. suspended two of their best players for the game. Uh, that helped out a lot, and they handed it to Fred Taylor every time. Yeah. So yeah, but um, I don't know. Look. We'll see what happens the rest of the way. Um, uh, but it's certainly disheartening to lose a game like that uh, when you, you know, you certainly should have won the game. Even even though we tried to tell everybody that Arkansas was better than their record, they still were 0-5, mm-hmm. okay? And they had found ways to lose games. And you saw it in this game. They tried to lose it again and – yeah, and well, that fumble was huge, you know. It was. And you certainly think of different things throughout the game. They they get that long pass on third down that was you know, again just a guy not covering. Um you look at some of the second just the amount of big plays I think is disheartening. Yeah, I that saw Florida continues to give up. Jeff, there was a stat that somebody had on Twitter and I I I I should have saved it because it's only grown and it was Talking about the number of plays over 20 yards that Florida's given up. Maybe I can go back and do the research on that, but that's how you get beat. You give up a bunch of 20-yard plays. Like when they say explosive plays in the uh, when they release the uh, get put the release out, mm-hmm. I'm like cross out all the ones that are 10 yards. Okay, I, that's not an explosive play. It's a nice play. I like 10-yard gains. 
But explosive, you got to go to 20 before I'm going to call an explosive play. That's the one that gets your attention and makes you sneak up a little bit on your on your couch a little bit towards the edge of it. You know, all right, what do we got going on here? Um, and they've just given up way too many of them this year. Way too many of them. Starting with the first play of the game that yep. they gave up, you know. They did. All right, well, uh, many opportunities season, to call. I should say. And many phone calls will uh, happen today. So let's get right to it. Our Titan MRI hotline starts with Mike. Hey, Mike, welcome. Hey, gentlemen, how you doing? Good. Uh, and this is just in my opinion. And I am, I, you know, I graduated from human performance. I'm an expert in fitness. But I don't think, and I think this goes back a couple of coaches. I think the last couple of coaches, the uh, attitude went in the gutter. Uh, the effort, uh, we tackling everything in the last two coaches went south. The d- discipline, the players just playing for themselves. Uh, and Napier has to correct that. And to me, I don't think this is a very well-conditioned team. The offensive linemen are so big, they can't move. Uh, we've run out of gas. We're not – every team this year has been more physical. That's just effort and then in the offseason getting strong. I mean, the, the, some well, of these – Well, yeah, a lot of, a lot of these guys the – A lot of the starters on Florida's team have not had an offseason. That's part of the problem. You started three true freshmen in defense Saturday. Uh, yeah, but they still had time to to you know a lot of people play freshmen. It's not the it's like not the same as when you when you uh, have a couple of years to, to work in a college uh, weight room sure, versus a high school I, weight room. Yeah, I, I understand that, but this has been going on for the last eight years. In the last three years, the defense has just been abysmal, and a lot of it is effort and it's being physical. And this is just not a physical team. So. In the offseason, I haven't been impressed by the strength and conditioning coach. In the offseason, this team has to get a lot tougher. They've got to want to tackle somebody. We don't have a lot. When's the last time you saw a big hit on defense? We got uh, guys last game. leave their feet. Oh, come on. Jordan Castell, that wasn't many. a big hit? Uh, he almost knocked uh, that guy out. Uh, you know what I'm saying, Pat. It's not a very physical team. No, Every team it's, out physical. It's not. And that's, that's because strength and conditioning. So to me, that has got to improve. If you're going to get pushed around the line of scrimmage, you're not. I don't care who you got. You're not going to win any games. This team has got to be more of a team instead of just a bunch of individuals with their hands out. And I think that all has been lost in the last eight years. Well, that's that's been lost in every place in in America. No, not not to this extent, Pat. And the only thing we can control is us. And right now, that's not a very physical team. And, no, and it's it not has a physical, physical team. You're and, right. It's not a and physical it, team. And then also, the secondary. The secondary is just poorly coached. Guys run wide open. Uh, there's no physicality in the tackling. You don't cause fumbles because you never hit anybody that hard. You dive at their ankles. This is there's there's a lot of things that you know. And I'm not one of the people that say Napier should be fired. I think that's ridiculous. He's got a great recruiting class, but he has fought, got to find a way to be better on game day. His his, his uh, kind of schizophrenic play calling, and or you know he's great organization it looks like in recruiting, but game day organization is very poor. He, he's got to get some staff in here that know the rules. <laughs> it's just it, it's and we're we're making the same mistakes. It's undisciplined mistakes over and over again. That all goes back to strength and conditioning and discipline. And I think it's really hard to discipline players now because if you try to discipline, they're just transferred to another school. So I understand that. But there are schools for getting their players to play hard 
on a consistent basis all game long. And, and that's what we need to get back to. It, our defense is good for maybe a quarter, and then they run out of gas. That's strength conditioning. But uh, the thing that Napier's got to find a way to get better uh, at decision-making and clock control. And, and maybe if he had an offensive coordinator, it would let him get off and handle some of these things that are being handled so poorly. And the last thing, we need a, we need a special teams coach. We, we need a, a full-time, really, that's done it before, not just one of his friends. Somebody is really good at special teams because we're losing games because special teams too. So those areas have to be cleaned up. I'm not for getting rid of Napier. It's you just and his buyout is too high. So you can't get rid of him if you wanted to. Uh, so it, so you want to you basically thing, want to get rid of everybody else, everybody but Napier. No, 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 no. I think there's people who are doing a good job. I think a lot of people. But well, you this, said the secondary areas, coach think, isn't doing a good job. I don't think he is. So you'd fire I, Corey I Raymond. That, you would fire think, uh, the strength coach. Strength and conditioning. That's two guys. That's not everybody. As usual, you overstate everything. That's a lot. Pat. That's a lot I of people right coach. there. Oh, it's two people. Two okay? out of ten. That's not a lot of people. No, you're God, You just love to argue, don't you, Pat? You, uh, yeah. Proven those there. Yeah. Well, thank you, and I know you get a kick out of that because UAA pats you on the back when you do it. Oh, shut but, up. Uh, Oh, you know that's true, Pat. That is so. That is the dumbest thing oh, you've Pat, ever said in a list, no, a long Pat, list of dumb things you've ever said. Well, Pat, you're the one that went to the Ocala Quarterback Club and gave my phone number and told me told them where they live so they could come beat me up. I never did that. So, I that you are making yes, you that did. up totally, totally no, making that up. That's a totally. hard. You said it on air. You said it on air. Totally making that up. <laughs> All right, Mike. But yes, they do need to think about maybe making some changes, which I, I think will uh, happen. All right. Well, Kat was walking in the studio about to uh, break everybody up, so she has returned to uh, put the phone back. And we will continue the conversation. Lots to talk about. You're listening to The Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Haley Hurst. The Tampa Bay Lightning will take on the Montreal Canadiens on the road tonight. Lightning currently sit in third and look to take second place in the Atlantic Division with a win. Coverage starts right here at 7. More in the NHL, the Florida Panthers will hit the road Wednesday night against the Washington Capitals. In Gator Sports, the women's basketball team faced Bethune-Cookman University in the O-Dome Thursday. Florida looks to win back-to-back games and remain undefeated early in the season. Florida baseball closes out its fall practice season with the Orange and Blue Series starting this Thursday. So far, the Gators are undefeated in the exhibition matchups. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Haley Hurst. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jameel, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card, whether it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck. We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh! All the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry and shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunny's. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. 
We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. I know cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Uh, What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melvin Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself, and I gave him a call, and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melvin Law, we won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss Big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. Sports scene with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is Scott Strickland, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Uh, Good to be here with you today, as we uh, couldn't yesterday because of uh, basketball, if you want to talk a little hoops. Boys and girls getting going last night. I can talk some men's hoops. I definitely watched the second half of that game. That's good. Yeah, Yeah, uh, Pretty good. Now, again, the team they're playing, nothing special. It's like me versus you. Well, then you're pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But obviously a lot of uh, football conversation. So let's get back to it with uh, Alex joining us. Hey, Alex. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good, man. Kind of ironic because uh, I guess Daniels had a concussion, I yep. guess, right? He did at the and, end of the game. Uh, yeah, and Garrett Nussmeyer went to Queen of Peace with my kids and went to Buell's for a couple of years until he was fired, and then they left to Texas. 
Um, I would much rather play Nussmeyer can he can sling the ball. He can. He's a great quarterback, but he's not Daniels. So sure, is, is Daniels going to play or what? Do you know? They're saying day to day, and uh, that's I means he's got a basically clear concussion protocol, and you never know. Every concussion is different. Tebow. Uh, was able to practice a full week after he had his, and uh, yeah. and then and then came back and wrote his in his book. I had no idea where I was. Yeah, playing. Yeah. You know, every concussion's different. I've actually sat through a lot of the concussion tests, and you know, I think there's there's ways to fake it if you're a player. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they can certainly get around that, and you know, as long as he looks and doesn't fear disoriented and all that other stuff and you know a lot of it's the weird part too is because it's like a test and they say hey on a scale of one to six how much does this hurt and this so if he says zero every single time then he can obviously say okay the the return to play is about four days kind of how they gauge it so if he can pass it by say monday or tuesday then he gets those four days and, and is fine and ready to play Oh, they're going to play him absolutely if they can. There's no question. Sure. They're going to play. But um, so when I was maybe I was tired. I don't know. Remember, but did he? Did Billy Napier go for two? No, they uh, they dropped an extra point. The the snap, oh, bad snap. When it was a bad snap and it wasn't a great hold either. Yeah. So <laughs> other than that, it was pretty. Yeah. Good. Obviously, if you you even ex- you execute that, Arkansas's got to score a touchdown instead also, of kick the tying field goal. So. Jeff, I mean, when when and it never works when when there's a bad snap and the the holder has to get up. Yeah. But it looked like nobody went yeah, out. Nobody went pass. out for the pass, yeah. and that's that's the hard part too. So again, that's so special teams yeah. and scramble drill and it's just that was all well, that stuff. My issue is not my issue is not the offense. I think the offense is fine. Yep. I really do. But offensive line needs work. But we need a special teams coordinator or something. And I, I, an offensive And off. Okay. So my fiance is talking. So nice. he's, in, he's in work. <laughs> but there needs to be changes. Okay. I, I don't, I think I like Billy Napier. I do. I don't want to get rid of him. I'm not like a, a Gideon or, or Pat, whatever you say, Gideon. Yep. I'm not a Gideon. But. I mean, come on, man. I mean, it's just simple math. I mean, just just get it going. Probability and statistics. Yeah. It, well, I mean, look, they it has been bad all year, uh, and this was the first game where I was actually going to give them a good grade on special teams because of those returns that they had that were tremendous and set them up on short fields. And then in the second half, they just peed it all away, right down their leg. So uh, well, they still got a bad grade. Well, in overtime. And over time, I told my fiance, I said, it's over. They're going to get it. It's, oh, okay. We're not going to. He went right up the middle. It's over. I, I knew it. We couldn't stop it. We cannot stop it. Yeah, hey, yeah, I couldn't be on first and 20. You shouldn't let somebody run up the middle for 20 yards. Agreed. I know. It's it's ridiculous. But, 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 we'll be back. We'll be back. I'm having, I'm having patience. I'm not a idiot. <laughs> and we'll be back. But you know what I mean. Yeah, no, yeah. I know. I mean, look, it's very disappointing, and um, we're going to have to see, like you said, and like everybody is saying, and I agree with Mike and some of the things he said too. You have to, you have to really give yourself a total self examination for why you have become 
probably uh, have a losing record for three straight years. I mean, we know that that it wasn't a great team that was left here. There's no doubt about it. No, there's not. But every press conference is actually – My wife is stepping – But it's actually the same. And his game calling is the same. Yeah, he, he did actually, score 36 points in this game, though. He did, yes. I will, I will say that. It could have been if you, 39 or 40. So yeah. could have been. doesn't change up his offense. So as a defensive coordinator, how hard is it to essentially block or to prepare for that game? His tendencies are the same. I mean, they, it's, it's not – there's no change-up game, from game to game. I don't know. I mean, I'm just a woman saying this, but <laughs> – No, it's good. I mean, there, there's a lot There's a lot to it. So um, – We'll see what what happens, but yeah, I think you know I think he's even understanding through all this that changes need to happen. I mean, that's why he says the things that he does in the press conferences. Listen, he he wants to be better. He wants to win. I think more than you, me, anybody else out there, and he'll assess it at the end of the year and understand what's not going right. And I think yeah. do that. And I think if you keep saying after your press conference we need to coach better, well, there's one way to do that. Yeah, that's that's, that's fine. Different, coaches. different yeah. coaches. Well, thank you, thank you, guys. Thanks, Alex. Mrs. Alex, eventually. Oh, I would ask a question: Is um, the defensive coordinator? He's the youngest defensive coordinator ever in the SEC. Is that correct? I believe so. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is that really? Wow. Yeah, I thought so. Huh. That's what my ex husband said. Yeah, I definitely thought so. They, yeah, I mean, he's he knows what he's doing. He's got to get better players. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Everybody loved him like five weeks into the season, you know. But, I mean, again, this is my opinion, and I may be wrong, and uh, our first caller may be right. It may be a strength and conditioning issue, but my opinion is there are just too many. I mean, yes, you can play with freshmen, but you also know freshmen, all freshmen are built differently, Right. Not every freshman is Joe Hayden. Not every freshman is Percy Harvin. Uh, yeah, if you're a freshman and playing, that means you're normally those guys because they're really, really legit. But Florida's, Florida's now forced to play those guys yes. and all these freshmen that probably aren't ready yet. Yeah, I mean, I mean there's a reason why there's yeah. not a lot of freshmen that play. And so I, I just think they're wearing down a little bit, and I think that they're, uh, they're not, you're, they're not physical, and they're worse. There's Way still, way too many ankle tackles is driving me nuts. I mean, Costell, who I've liked as a player most of the year, but he came in and tried to ankle tackle on one of those long runs by the quarterback. I mean, come on! If you don't want to, do if you can't hit the guy, if you're not, then get another guy in there that'll, that'll <laughs> knock him out. You go try it. I will. Brian, what's up, man? Hey, I knew uh, Pat Dooley was a bully. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hey, uh, I just want to say it's it, you know. You brought up a good point. You know, you, you got to have a full off season, and I don't believe that Austin um, Armstrong had a full off season. He's got to get his own staff in there, and and you know, make changes that he wants to take. It's just going to be a process, man. People just got to hang on. I mean, we're young. You know, I mean, look at the look at Mike Norvell. Look at his record. Everybody's saying, look at look at our look at Billy Napier's record. I mean, that's how you build a program. You know, if people can't see that, then it's like, oh, man, it's just frustrating. This and all these calls. People just want to – they're just not patient. They want to win right now. 
Yeah, and and I guess you know with all, and I I agree with you, Brian. But for the, for the ones that do, and they they wanted to change and be different and get guys out of here, well, then guess what? Now you're in the same boat that you have been the last two or three coaches when it's just Correct. constantly changing. And, and obviously they're not going to get rid of Billy Napier this year. So I think that discussion needs to, to end. But you know, if, if for that person that's thinking they need to, well, look how good this class is next year. You probably don't get DJ Lagway and all these other guys if Napier ends up getting fired. So now your program's even way worse than it was even this year because you're finally having talent come in next year and that's why i think all these conversations are we'll get there let's just let us build it let us get these guys in here i I don't think that these guys don't know what they're doing from a coaching standpoint i just honestly think that florida doesn't have enough talent yet and that's the only thing that's going to get them back to being relevant i mean if you brought in if you brought in nick saban to coach this team it's not going to be much better than it is right now it's because of the players yeah, that he yeah. has. I think they would get 11 guys on the team. Uh, on the okay, field. but it still doesn't <laughs> change the rest of the stuff. No, you're right. You're right. I like the fact that Billy Napier doesn't throw his players underneath the bus, like, you know, like um, uh, Dado Sweeney, and, you know, he sticks by his Dion. players. That means a lot to his players. Yeah. Shane Beamer? Shane Beamer. <laughs> yeah. And I, that's, I well, that that's how you build a culture. Groups. That's how you build a culture. You might do that. Privately, you may pull a guy aside and go, "Look, we, you know, I can't." I, I remember Bobby Stoops said that to Tony George one time on the practice field in front of us. This is why I can't play you in a game. And Tony George ended up being a great player. Of course, he he got through to him, but um, you can, you know, but yeah, he, he look. I agree with what our earlier caller was saying. The the press conferences are kind of getting old because they're always the same. But I think the message is still the same. It's that we've got to – something has got to change about our coaching. And there's only – in my opinion, there's only one thing you can do, and that is to change some guys out. But, um, you know, I don't I don't yeah, know I who. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not – again, those of us – and you know this as well as I do – that aren't around there all the time and watching practice and watch, watching film of these guys and talking to them, we're, we're just guessing. We're going by what we see on the field. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think everybody should look at the culture because, I mean, you know, it's not, you know, I think he's building a really, really good culture, which we haven't had at Florida for a long time. Yeah. I, I and, and I've seen that firsthand, Brian. I, I can raise my hand and say you're 100 gazillion percent accurate with, with that statement. Mm-hmm. And, and just what, for, for even watching those guys after the Arkansas loss, when obviously it was doom and gloom and miserable and, all these other things, like it was a really good culture. They were together. They weren't hanging heads. They were supportive of each other, and they know that it's a process. And obviously yeah, it's a hiccup in the process, but now you just have to go win one that you weren't supposed to and then hopefully change the minds of not only you know what's going on in that locker room with, with those guys, but everybody else. Yeah, it's like Billy Napier says. It's no one wants to win more than those guys. No one wants. Yep. No one puts more effort in than those guys. You know, we should look at that. They're they're telling us all to stick together on on Twitter. Well, X, and they're all saying, you know, I think it was Ricky Pierce all t- tweeted out in all kinds of weather. You know, it's like, you know, where's the? You know, I understand there's problems, but just you know, hey, stick by them. You know, I mean, they're just kids. You know. Well, and you see it from former players too. 
coming and saying, hey, you know, you're either a gator or you're not. And if you don't want to be a gator, go ahead and leave, you know. So um, I, I, I do uh, understand. I understand, especially right after a game, people are going to say and and do things that they shouldn't do, like throw goalposts into a pond. <laughs> but, um, you know, by Monday, usually it's calmed down and everybody can, you know, say, okay, let's see what we can do now. Let's go forward. What do we need to do? What What are the things we need to do to get better? And uh, I'm sure they're doing that, but, I mean, there's cer- certainly some things they need to do that, to get better. All right, you guys. All right, Brian. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. We need a break, so we'll snag that and be back. Plenty more chatter coming here on the tailgate. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 043. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call 333-0460 Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC 1249384. 
from the UF Weather Center. Here is your WRUF weather update. Stay mild early, but after the sun sets, temperatures will quickly drop off under mostly clear skies. Lows in the morning in the lower 50s with areas of patchy, dense fog possible for our Wednesday morning commute. Tomorrow afternoon, sunny skies. Highs should get into the mid-80s. A little bit milder overnight tomorrow into Thursday morning, again with patchy, dense fog possible. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah. Antonio Pierce had this to say about being a Raider himself. The short story, the matter of fact, is I grew up in Compton, California. I was born a Raider. I was born with the Raiders rolling in the Coliseum in L.A. That's what I want to hear. Now, I don't know if he can win the job. Remember Rich Basaccia? The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Yeah, I want to send props out to my uh, sister and brother-in-law who brought me wings from the Thirsty Turtle down in Jupiter. Nice. They're my favorite wings. They're, they got a kick and they got a little garlicky taste and they're always perfect. So I was a bachelor all weekend. What did I do? Ate chicken wings and watched football. It was very mild. You still have to say who you invited over. Just because you stayed at home doesn't mean you were by yourself. Uh, they they came over and it stayed Friday night. That was it. Though. Throwing a party. You know the trouble is it, I keep hearing. I keep thinking there's something at the door. Somebody at the door because the dog barks like nuts. And then I realize all it does is I, I was banging on the side of my recliner. Yeah, know? that'll do it. He just loses it. All right, back to the phones we go. Dequarius is ready to chat. What's up, dude? Hey, how y'all doing? Good. Hey. Hey, um, Pat and um, Jeff, y'all been saying you don't think Florida's talented enough. Yeah, I don't think Florida's talented enough to win the uh, the SEC championship right now and win a national title, but they are talented enough to not be losing to these teams they've been losing to. And according to recruiting, Florida has the 15th most talented team in the nation. According to recruiting in the SEC, they have the number five team in talent. Only four teams in front of them are LSU, Texas A&M, Alabama, and Georgia. Yeah, I, and, they, but Jaquarius, I, I'll let you... I'll, they need to catch up to Kentucky. Kentucky is number 12. But I'll, I'll let you... You know, it's a, I understand your point, but that's with a full, healthy roster, too. Florida lost without a lot of people that were probably a part of that list and made them as high as they were. So you, you got to think about that hurt. kind of stuff too. Not only that, but everybody ninth, who gets raided at a it's the ninth game of the season, everybody is hurt. Yeah, I know. That's, Not to this extent, yeah, but but even then, I mean, just because they rank a guy high, if you're playing a bunch of freshmen and sophomores, you're not going to be as talented as juniors and seniors. Yeah, and, and I do agree with that too. The guys that are just bigger and stronger and been a part of the program for several years are going to be better than some young buck that doesn't understand what this league is yet. 
Alabama, Georgia, and LSU get freshmen and make them look like it in a in a in their first off season with the team, make them look like they've been there two or three years. I think we got a like Mike said. Okay, uh, so who's the last one that you would you would say you would say for Alabama that's freshman that Caleb looked, Downs, Caleb Downs, the safety number two. Okay. He looked like he uh, he looked like he a junior. Really good player. How many freshmen do they start? Uh, they start a lot. I don't think I don't know about that. Of, and and you're also they, lot, they hold they hold secondary is young. But you're also playing. Red, you're also playing. So let's all right. So let's just say their secondary is young. Their their defensive line is old, so they get after the quarterback. So then that makes the the DBs look better because they don't have to cover as long because there's pressure on the quarterback or they force a the quarterback to make a bad play. So it also matters who's playing around you too, and and that's going to help you look better. So that's why as a freshman at some of these better schools, there's a ton of talent on that team. So yeah, of course you're going to look better. I mean, there's, there's. Listen, I, I, I can look at numbers. You can fudge numbers however you want, and you're right. I mean, plain and simple. When, when you look at it from that standpoint, that's true. But there's also a lot of other factors that go into that kind of stuff. And, and I know somebody's gonna come on and say Caleb Downs was a five star, but it's a lot of people take uh, four stars and three stars and start them as a freshman, and they look like they've been there two or three years. Like the, the, the star rating system is overrated. You do need stars. Uh, stars do matter, but uh, but to a certain extent, that uh, you still got to develop them. And I, I think I think we got a development problem. Well, they haven't had a lot of time to develop these guys. I mean, you're talking Alabama starts one freshman, and, and he is really good. I agree with you. Mostly, they have Alabama juniors. Been, Alabama been starting freshmen since Nick Saban been there on um, Pat. Yeah, but I mean, they start one this year, one freshman. Um, on defense. Um, no, no, they got an offensive tackle that's a freshman. Yeah, but I mean, um, they start one on defense. You're talking about the defense. They start one they on. Got on more, they got more than one one uh, freshman starting. No, I'm looking at it right here. I'm looking at. I'm, I'm looking at it right here. They they go senior, sophomore, sophomore, senior, sophomore, transfer, junior, sophomore, freshman, uh, transfer, junior, senior. That's their starting defensive lineup. Pat, uh, uh, Pat, uh, a starter is only the guy that played the first play of the game. I mean, they still playing freshmen, rotating them in and out. Well, every, everybody freshmen. does that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But we we always get the excuse on uh, we not talented enough, we too young. But it's other it's other schools that are doing it. It's being proven that it can be done. Well, but I, I think, think we also prove just a lot of excuses. I don't think it's excuses. I think there's, again, there's other factors that go into why some are good and some aren't. I mean, Eugene Wilson's really good. Trey's really good. Yeah. But, but other other guys, I mean, it's just, it, I don't know. There, there's a lot to it, man. But I, I get your point, and I uh, appreciate I the call. Let's get uh, Copper Gator By next the way, as we run out of time. On defense are all upper class. Yeah, that's a, a lot of those guys are. They, they got, just rebuild they, and wait their turn. They got a bunch of seniors, and they got. A, I mean, obviously McKinstry and um, uh, Dallas Turner who had the biggest play of the game, or even though it might have been illegal. Gentlemen, our juniors. How are we doing today? What's up, dude? Um, I uh, I had two things I want to talk about. Um, First off is, do you know when the last time we didn't play LSU at night? 
in, at Dead Valley. I think it was the game we actually beat them. That, yeah, that, that was the. Uh, game. I mean, was that seventeen? Yeah, it was. It I was mean, the you, uh, the day. It was the goal line stop. Yeah, it was the goal line stop on. Uh, was that Fournette back then, or whatever? So that would have been. Was, well, so. no, it was. Um, golly, I've been blanking on his name. Which, Sw- not Swift. Uh, oh no. It was it. Oh uh, no, yeah, it was uh, the other guy. But yeah. no, anyway, but that was but sixteen. How do we, that was two thousand sixteen. How do we always get stationed in Death Valley at night, even when we're bad? Uh, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, well, the, the seven thirty <laughs> slots actually a way worse slot than twelve, so that's why <laughs> we're, we're bad. We're even. Well, we're even know. more I mean, bad. Would, yeah, the noon has become the. It used to be the joke was that if you were playing the noon game, that's how bad you were. But now it's become the. That's one of the better slots. Better yeah. slots, yeah. Well, I just don't know. Anytime you let Baton Rouge get crazy for eight hours and then go play a football game, you're already a deficit there. So, oh, absolutely. Um, um, and then the second thing I wanted to talk about, it was funny that two, two callers ago mentioned he saw the Mike Norvell rebuild stat that's going around Twitter and, you know, it was three and three and whatever, and then now it's five and seven, and then it was 10 and three, and it's now eight and no, and it's been a four year process and we're taking time. What is, what is, what is y'all's interpretation of a rebuild, you know, rebuild time period? And does the schedule factor in it at all, right? Like, I went back and looked at that schedule last year. They didn't play – they didn't beat a ranked team. They aren't beating many this it, year it, either. It, it, I mean, obviously – But, but you, you know, is, is that is that even in, in, incorporated into the conversation of who your schedule is? Like, is it easier to rebuild Florida State than it is to build Florida? Absolutely. I don't think there's any question. I mean, look – doesn't doesn't take away from what Norvell's done. Don't forget, he was one and eight on the road to start his career at Florida State, and everybody was talking about Billy on the road, and he wasn't playing against teams quite as good. Um, but there, you cannot compare the the uh, ACC and the SEC, even though the SEC is having a down year, as people want to say. Uh, I I still, I mean, I watch both leagues all the time, and there is no question that. Uh, it's easier to it's but it's not easy to do a rebuild. I mean I'm, I'm not saying it's easy. I think it's right. easier to do it in that conference than it is in this conference. Well, and, and I think that's what I'm and I think that's some of the points that's kind of overlooked, right? Like you when you think about Florida's, you know, this schedule right now, you're playing you're playing four in the top 12, right? They were in the top 12 and Missouri fell out of top 12 losing to Georgia on the BSPI call that then they scored another touchdown after I and I, I feel I still feel like Georgia and Alabama, as my Gator goggles on, get every get every penalty to known to man and signed up for. So uh, it, it seems wild when we were watching those games the other night. But it, as you as you talk about it, you know, it, it's not going to be you know just this come in and next next season he's going to go go ten and three. You know, I if he goes six and six next year and gets into a bowl game, that's probably a successful season, is it not? Well, when you got to look at who they're playing, yeah, uh, with, with that schedule, certainly, you know, uh, yeah, and I think I don't know the way I've always thought about it is you look at even just the schedule and all those great recruits coming in are still going to be young freshmen yeah. that we're sitting there talking about and saying it's it's tough for them to to be successful. You know, I think when the playoff expands and it's twelve teams, if they're not in consideration to to be one of those and you know ranked 15th or 20th in the country that year then then you maybe start to to look at things but again that's still another two years off basically yes and that, and that, i guess that's what i'm looking at too jeff right like like we have to we have to make sure we're fair and understanding i think you know 
changing them. That, when you watch the year we won the national championship, right, the 06 year, how many games were decided by less than a touchdown that we were winning instead of losing? Tons. Right? Yeah. yeah. It, was the whole, it was the whole year. So I, I think those are the breaks that right now Florida hasn't seemed to have gotten in 10 years or, you know, since almost Urban left. And so when you think about those little breaks and they've compounded over the years, this is what we're left with right now. And so we've just got to kind of understand that and, and move forward. And I know you guys got to get a break before the end of it, so I'll let you guys go and have a good one. All right, Copper Gator, thank you, yeah, man. If you get the right coaches involved, then those you make your own breaks to a point. I mean, it is – yeah, you get lucky sometimes. They got lucky. LSU got – I mean, uh, Alabama got lucky. Dallas Turner wouldn't call for a helmet-to-helmet there or, or for a targeting foul. Um, everybody gets lucky every once in a while. I mean, I think Florida was lucky to get that fumble and almost turn the game around the right way, but then it didn't go bad. But there's, I got something else to say about that. We'll we'll get it after the break. All right, we do. Um, and uh, LSU was uh, two years ago was a day game. That was noon game, so that was the last time. Good old Anthony ago. Richardson doing his thing, oh, yeah, coming yeah. back there in the uh, second half and. Was that the game doing where, really really good? Where Emory threw the at the yeah. end of the half through the Hail the Hail Mary. Mary. Yeah. That was it. All right, need that uh, final break. We'll come back and uh, seal the deal on hour number one. You're listening to The Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Haley Hurst. The Florida women's basketball team will play Bethune-Cookman University at home Thursday. Florida started out strong with the win Monday night against North Florida and looked to remain undefeated. More in Gator Sports, the men's tennis team continue action all day today in the M15 Winston-Salem and will continue into the weekend. In the NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning will take on the Montreal Canadiens on the road tonight. Lightning looks to recover after an overtime loss to the Maple Leafs Monday night. Coverage starts right here at 7. In local high school sports, the undefeated Buholtz football team will face Mosley in a playoff matchup Thursday. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Haley Hurst. FM, 8.50 WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. Your commute to work, a trip to the grocery store, even dropping your kids off at a football practice. Get paid to do it all with Rapify, an app built for people like you to supplement your time on the road. 
road. The good news? We're live in Gainesville, but spots are limited. Sign up now to earn up to $450 per month, plus added swarm event bonuses for getting your vehicle wrapped. Head to the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store and download the Rapify app to get started today. That's Rapify. W-R-A-P-I-F-Y. We look forward to seeing you on the road with us. One thing people really love about International Diamond Center, their diamond experts are not paid on commission. No commission structure means no pressure, brutal honesty, no fluff. That's IDC veteran diamond expert Robbie Blue, who says this approach removes the stress and puts you in control. If I've got three items here and it doesn't benefit me to sell you any one of those, I want you to pick what you like. There's zero incentive to upsell you or steer you in a more expensive direction. If I show you three diamonds that are the shape that you're after and the size, and if one is 11,000, one is 8,000, and one is 6,000, do you see a difference? No commission means I can tell you that take that 2,000 or 3,000 and put it somewhere in your life that will make a difference. If you can't tell the differences, then don't spend it. No commission sales means more honesty, more transparency, and overall just a more pleasant experience. It makes it more fun. It makes it more enjoyable, I think, for me and very much believe for the client. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Here's the kickoff. And this game is underway. Can't make it to the game? This season, make sure you get the best at-home experience with video and audio from Electronics World. EW features big-screen HD TVs and projectors from Sony and super sound from Yamaha, Sony, and Marantz with speakers from Bowers and Wilkins, Kef, and Martin Logan. See and hear for yourself. Visit Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. After a storm, unlicensed contractors prey on homeowners. Always hire a contractor with a state-issued license. Verify if your contractor is state-licensed at MyFloridaLicense.com. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Coach Steve Spurrier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on WRUF radio app. All right, back at it. Just a, a few minutes left. We have some uh, some great listeners out there, so they text and email. Keep us on our toes. Darius Geis was the running back. Thank you, PG. Hope JJ throws it well tonight, pitching down there in uh, North Marion. Get after it! I blanked out on his name. Yeah, boy, I sure knew it then. Certainly did. He was good that day. Daryl, what's up? How's it going, guys? Good man. I'm um, I'm there with the. I like Coach Nick. I hope he's keeping there. I hope he gets it all figured out. But he's got to revamp some things. You know, I'm just watching the mistakes that's happening out there. I'm not going to go on the players because a lot of this is not all players. If you look at some of the mistakes, like what happened late in the ballgame with that field goal, um, 13 men on the field. I've never seen 13 guys on the field. I mean, I'm talking about in top one of football. I've never seen that. So it's just the, the mistakes. And the old additive said that if you have two quarterbacks playing, you don't have but one, right? So we have two off the line coaches. And I don't see what they've done consistently. Consistently. And with two years, offensive line is just horrendous. Graham Mertz has absolutely he's, – he's like running for his life back there. So – and I just think he's got to get that figured out in that play calling book. I want to see him do what he's doing, but he, it's too much maybe. Maybe it's too much for him. 
they're in the SEC as far as calling his plays and being able to see what's going on on the field at the same time. Being the whole field, just being the coach, might be too might be over there. But that part, I like him here. I think he's going to do all right here. But he may have to give that playbook up. And obviously, line coaches. Maybe one of them needs to go. I don't know which one. I know Rob Sell was supposed to be the man, but I haven't seen it yet. Well, I saw it last year. I, I certainly haven't seen it not, this year. Not consistently. Yeah, but I mean, they also yeah, had a first-round draft pick on that team, and um, but yeah, I mean, th- th- this year the offensive line has been a problem, and they've tried to build it through the portal, and it hadn't worked. It just hadn't worked. I right. mean, like Jeff likes to say, there's a reason those guys weren't playing where they were. Right. Absolutely, I agree. If you look at it, that's absolutely right. Well, I think, you know, and Corey Raymond, I like to be heard a lot about him, but I don't see what our secondary is really going. I mean, I know Corey yeah, has this, he has this, uh, he has this, uh, uh, as a guru or whatever the title he's been given, but here at Florida, I haven't seen our DB shut down anybody. Yeah, I think that was the one that, you know, everybody thought, all right, sweet, this is, this is a huge get. And it certainly right. hasn't panned out. Daryl, good stuff, man. Corey Raymond and Rob Sale, those two, I haven't seen it. Yep. All right, okay. appreciate you. That'll do it for hour number one. But we're here for a whole nother one. So uh, come join us here on the tailgate. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. So I have been in the operating room most of my career watching people have orthopedic surgery, watching people get knees replaced, hips replaced, shoulders fixed, and I knew there had to be a better way. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a medical director for QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in non-invasive regenerative treatments for pain relief. I see so many people who could have been helped before they got to the operating room if only they had known about regenerative medicine. QC Kinetics, a natural alternative that uses your body's own healing process 
properties to help restore and repair damaged joint tissue, providing long-lasting relief without drugs, surgery, or downtime. Well, it feels great when I do get to see somebody who we help, who I know I kept out of the operating room. It's amazing how we change people's lives without surgery. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melden Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melden Law, we won't back down. It's a hard reality to know you're getting older. Believe me, I sit next to Pat every single day, but we all have to go through it, and with it comes some aches and pains with every single step. But the good part is the pains are fixable, and one quick stop into Titan MRI will get you going in the right direction. There's lots of us out there that think we can just handle pain or it'll just eventually go away, but what you may not realize, you could be ruining yourself for many years to come. I'm telling you, go see Joe and the crew at Titan MRI. Their entire mindset is finding out what you need to feel better and getting it to someone that can fix it. With an average scan time of just 10 to 15 minutes, you'll be back on your way, carrying on your day in no time. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in Gainesville, and their staff has more than 20 years of experience in the community. And they've been so good that Lake City came calling. They've got a place that is perfect up in Columbia County as well. Even your own doctors are bringing their families to Titan MRI. So get in front of those aches and pains and tell your doctor to refer you to Titan MRI. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore dueling the grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold it's time to tailgate here are jeff and pat all right hour two welcome if you are just joining us you've uh, made it through another work day congratulations our day just got worse because our producer traded went from uh, one to another. Way less good looking. But Zach does a fantastic job. What's up, dude? That's not Welcome, fair Zachary. for you to do say that. He gets after it. Poor Zach. Zach knows sports way more than anybody else in this facility. So appreciate it. All right, lots of calls, so let's get to it. Good for Obviously, Zach. you are... Uh, Voicing your opinions on uh, what happened Saturday, and Rit will start off the second hour. Rit, what's up, man? Hey, fellas. Hey. Everyone, my address. Now they're coming to get me. Um, <laughs> hilarious. Um, I think the thing that's lost with everyone here is the folks that are, you know let's end this Billy experiment is you lose the recruiting class if you do that. Sure. 
and it's sitting at three right now. So honestly, we should just all hold our nose, take our medicine, and just see what comes. He ain't going nowhere this year. He ain't going nowhere next year. You know, so it's it's kind of it is what it is, and uh, any amount of complaining was not going to change anything. Just see how it all plays out. Yep. But I know that's asking a lot. Yeah, whip it. I mean, that's um, that's what fans do. I mean, they complain when they lose. They're supposed to. Uh, but yeah, I, I get it. But I, you know, the funny thing is, I haven't heard one person call in here, and this goes back to what I talked about last week. Say we need to get rid of Napier. It's we need to get rid of everybody else. Keep Billy because he'll keep the recruits here. And uh, well, and I think they all it, know how no, great they, of a dude they, he they is. They want to say they want to get. They want to say they want to get rid of Napier, but they know how crazy it sounds, so they won't say it out loud. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, that's good, what it is. Point. I mean. But, but I think, um, but, like like anything, there there certainly is an opportunity to change something, whether it be personnel, whether it be oh, just in his duties. I, I think when it's all said and done, if you have two years of the same thing over and over, and, and nothing's really gotten better, then you know it's it's time to look in the mirror. And I, I think he will do that. I don't think he's scared to do that. Yeah, no, for sure. But it, I mean, ain't nothing going to change this year. Sure. It's that dramatic. So nope. Um, uh, moving along, and this is probably not a popular subject for most of the listeners, how's the women's team looking this year? I know this is year three. They kind of dipped last year. Kind of interested in hearing how they look. Well, they um, a little. They you're you're, you're excited that yeah. yeah they, I mean, they won. It was North Florida last night. Um, you know, you, you right. had five new players. You had another one that, um, and I can never think of her late it's like a leah matharu or something like yeah, that I, but I mispronounced it she's, twice already, she's so. legit and you know should be a, a big part of this thing she uh she's played some some big time basketball some big time schools had to sit out again and, and i mean she she'll, miss, she'll be the mississippi core. state and then texas texas and then she had to sit out because correct she it was her second transfer but uh yeah did they, they lose had, any size they did lose their uh, they well they have Dute or Dut back Faith Dute I know that did they lose the twins uh, I'd have to look that up for you yeah that that I don't know I haven't delved too much into the women's game women so far but uh, I'm going to do that this week just for you but they they did they brought in some good transfers uh-huh. that they're really excited about and you know I think Kelly Ray knows what she's doing. And you just got to, uh, you know, continue to figure out. They they got really hit with injuries last year. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But but I know, you know, from a standpoint, they, they really want to play tough defense the entire time and force a lot of different things. So the, the style's there. But, you know, I think as we're talking about with any other sport, when you're not good, you just don't have the, the players. And that's certainly what yeah. happened last year. Yeah, I hope they get back in the tournament this year. Uh, I don't care what they say about you. You're a real one, Pat. Thanks, Oz. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Rhett. So, uh, Ted joins us next. Hello, Theodore. Good, good afternoon, folks. Um, I, yeah, I, got, I need to take a break from football for a little bit. I, I think I, I just want to talk about basketball and uh, how good Riley Kugel is. I, I hope everybody understands how special of a talent Florida basketball has right now. And I highly recommend uh, either tuning in on the TV or if you live here in Gainesville or, or thereabouts, go out and watch that guy. Man, he's, he's special. Yeah, and uh, and it, uh, and we'll see how special he is. But I think you're right. I think there was a lot of people that maybe 
you know, didn't understand how special they had a person in Bradley Beal, and then all of a sudden he's like gone. And I know this is year two for Kugel, but I mean, there were some people saying last year he could have gone out, and that would have just been, gosh, out of nowhere, really. And to to have him back like that and get him for a year again, people see, certainly need to take appreciation with that. Well, and that's the thing. Uh, the, you know, what, 20 games into the season, nobody was that excited about Riley Kugel. He no. was a good player. But then when Castleton went out, he, they, they, he had to take over, and he just did. And I think he averaged, what, 17 points a game the rest of the way and played 32 minutes. And uh, looks like he may even be better this year. You know, I think he looks stronger, um, which when you have two years in a weight room, you do get stronger. You, you, there's a couple of plays. Well, I'll, I'll let you guys go, but there's a couple of plays last night where you're you're watching him euro step and finish. Next oh, to the, the yeah, that euro step was a thing of beauty. Yeah, that was I great. mean, the one that wasn't the straight line where he came from the baseline and did it and had it kind of like zigzag, and then just lays it up really soft. It, the degree of difficulty on something like that, not to brick it when you get close to the rim and everything, because your your momentum is going so fast, and to do it so softly. That guy's an elite athlete, man. He's yep. He's impressive. He's special. Australian uh, guy Condon can ball. Yeah, he's, he's legit. Good. Yeah, he's he's the one he we're trying to warn good. everybody about. Yeah, watch out for. And and the thing is, and then people kind of like tone it down a little bit, you know, when you start talking about him. And then uh, I've only seen him play one game. Now it looked pretty good to me. Yeah, he's legit. Holy moly! Anyway, y'all take care. All right, thank you, Ted. Appreciate that. It is time for Tim the Toolman. Timmy, what's up? What up, fellas? Hello? Yep, we're here. We yep. got you. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, man, um, I was, you know, I was uh, about to do that myself. I was going to be like, man, I want to actually change the subject from football to basketball. Because watching that game last night and watching, like, the highlights from, like, the secret scrimmages and, and that stuff, man, like, Riley Kugel... I mean, he looked like he should already be in the NBA. It, to me, it just looks it, – it didn't even look fair. But, that, but maybe that was against, like, lesser competition, and we'll see, like, how he looks in uh, SEC play. You know what I'm saying? And uh, when he plays Virginia, when, you know what I'm saying, when they start playing some heavier competition. But he just, like, last night, he just looked like he shouldn't have been on the court with those guys last night. And then also – the guy from the big, uh, the guy from Australia. Yeah, that, that's yeah. Condon, who we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, he he's, he looks good. He looks really good. Now, the only thing, the only thing I was like, uh, kind of about is, I was like, man, you know, um, I was like, I don't know how good that team was last night. I was like, but I was thinking, like, we should have beat about 30, I guess 30 or 40, but I guess that's me just being a little greedy. Or whatever, but you know what I'm saying. One thing that also concerned me was like the uh, lack of concentration and the lack of focus when it came came down to those guys, uh, those uh, guys allowing those that many three corners to go down. You know, and I was like, man, this. I was like, that's kind of troubling, and the free throws was troubling as well. And I was like, man, you know. Maybe if we would have played a bigger team, a team a little bit bigger, maybe we would have had a little bit more uh, trouble, or, well, a lot more trouble, because, like, them allowing those three-point 
mistakes. That was like, I wasn't, I, I just found that a little, little concerning right there with, with the lack of focus in guarding the three-point line. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, they're going to get better. I mean, that's that's one game. Yeah, and the free I, throws is. I mean, they're supposed to be so much better in free throws. Yeah, they only Walter made half Clayton of them. Is like a ninety-four percent free throw shooter. He missed three in a row, so it was weird. It was almost like they hadn't ever shot there before. Yeah, and and Loyola took. I, I don't remember the exact number, but it, it. I think it was it was well over twenty. It might have been twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven threes. When it was all said and done, and they didn't even make ten of them, so yeah, some are going to go in. Yeah, it just I mean, when you when you're chucking them up that much, it's it's going to happen. So I don't think that's too much of a concern. I think the the one thing is free throws. You you miss fifteen free throws out of thirty, then in a close game, that's going to really make a difference. So hopefully that'll you know give them something to work on. Yeah, it, yeah, definitely. And, and just seeing that size last night. Man, that was cool. I was like, Lord, I've been waiting on this for the past seven years. That's what she said. <laughs> right, you know, hey, yo, that's what I was thinking. So I was like, man, hopefully I'm not sending it into that direction. But, hey, it is what it is. Jeff, you took it there. <laughs> but, yeah, man, hey, but here's another thing. Now, back to, back to football. I've said I was going to get away from football. But um, I definitely think, you know, Hopefully, I don't know what he's gonna do. Hopefully, really, like I don't want him to fire Corey Ray because you know he's a he's a real good recruiter. Um, but I, I I just think like the the offensive side of the, the offensive side of the ball. It, I mean, yeah, we scored thirty six points, but however, like play calling and stuff like that. I think both boys need to focus more on like. The whole team, uh, the team as a whole, instead of, like, just the offense. I don't know if I'm making any sense or not, but that's just my success about the whole football game. <laughs> I'm a basketball guy. All right, so, Tim. All right, man. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, appreciate you. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, there are there's already – I'm already seeing this stuff on Twitter from some national guys going, Florida with a real chance to make a statement against Virginia on Friday. And I'm like – Virginia's game. legit. Second game of the year. I mean, yeah, they, they got a lot be a of transfers. Final four team. They got a lot of good transfers yeah. that came in because they haven't been as good. So we'll yeah. see. It'll be a good test. I mean, they look. They've got a lot of big games in the non-con, which is the, what Florida's done for a long time. And you got if you don't win those games, guess what? You better win like twelve or thirteen in the conference. Yeah, which is going to be hard. That it is. Never mind. What? That's what she said. (laughs) We'll take a break. Come back with more right after this. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Ben McLeach. The Tampa Bay Lightning take on the Montreal Canadiens in an Atlantic Division matchup. The third-place Lightning will look to bounce back from their overtime loss to the Maple Leafs last night. The coverage begins at 7 p.m. Gators women's basketball faces off against Bethune-Cookman University on Thursday. They started the season off strong last night with a dominant win against North Florida and will look to get the record to 2-0. Sticking with the Gators, Florida baseball begins the Orange and Blue World Series on Thursday. The Gators are 2-0 in their exhibition matches so far. In high school sports, undefeated Buholtz will take on Mosley in a playoff football matchup on Thursday. At 10-0, Buholtz has dominated its opponents all season. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. 
I'm Ben McLean. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. 2023 is flying by, and suddenly it's football season. Get your friends and family together and come on down to Gainesville's iconic restaurant, Leonardo's Pizza Millhopper. At Leo's, we're serving our famous deep-dish pizza, heavenly garlic knots, and the ever-popular salad bar the same way we've been doing it since 1976. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for the sexy food pics and the fundraising calendar. And, of course, don't forget to say you heard me on the tailgate. Oh, no, not only salsa do. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melvin Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melvin Law, we won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. 
The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, back at it. Doles and Dozo here with you. Zach producing for us. And we go right back to your phone calls as David will join the show next. Hey, David. Hey, guys. How we doing? Good, man. Good. So I think I'm one of the very very few who look at Gator football a little bit differently. I had a great time Saturday. Boy, I came away disappointed. Boy, I saw a few errors that were pretty bad. But I saw a big comeback to get us to a point where, you know, we came up wide right at the very end with eight seconds left. And that's really disappointing. But, you know, a lot of the other stuff is just I, – I think coaches do it okay. I didn't have any problem with play calling. It was horrific that guys ran on the field too soon. But, you know, I just sort of think we're pretty darn critical. And let me tell you why. We're five and four. And LSU is six and three. And people look at them very differently than us. And we had a common opponent. And it was one, one was, and it was Arkansas. And you know, they beat Arkansas on a field goal with five seconds left. And we didn't. Or we would both have identical records. So I, I sort of feel like, I feel pretty good about the guys. We didn't have, bunch of defensive guys. It's that time of year where a lot of teams don't. I'm not looking for excuses, but I enjoy Gator football, and I think Billy Don, Billy is uh, is is got learning. But I live here in Tallahassee, and I watch Mike Norville, who I think is an outstanding coach. In fact, I wanted us to hire him when we hired Dan Mullen, but he was too young. But they suffered. They suffered hard up here, bad for a few years, and we tend to forget their, that that it takes a while sometimes. Some coaches come in and boom, you know, and of course we all want that, but I'm pretty up on the Gators. Well, and I think you, you, you mentioned FSU, and I think that that's what happened with – it's kind of similar, is that Taggart took that program down to the depths, and then to, you just can't build it right back up. But some places you can. You know, like I mentioned this the other day when I was introducing Ron Zook, I go, look, Urban Meyer in his second year wins a national title. You know why? He had 21 stars that Ron Zook recruited. I mean, he, he yeah, left him a great team. And uh, he did. same with, uh, you know, uh, uh, some other coaches that have done really well uh, in, right away. Uh, and maybe they, yeah. may, in a lot of cases, maybe th- people bought right into the culture. Sometimes they don't. Every, every situation is different. And so we'll see how this goes. I mean, it, it, we know uh, Billy Napier's not going anywhere. There's obviously some things he needs to do a little bit better. And then we'll, maybe, maybe we'll see some surprising results. Let's just say that. I hope we can. I hope we can. All right, guys. Good stuff, David. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, and I know we've compared that a lot, the the two of them. Norvell was three and six in that COVID year, and then five and seven the next year. So two winless or non 500 seasons. It's pretty rough. You come in, you get COVID, NIL, and Transfer Portal right in your face. Yeah. (laughs) And then he's obviously figured out Transfer Portal. Yeah. And those guys this year are legit and they've made a difference and give them credit 
for for doing that. And last year in the portal, obviously the guys they got: Pearsall, O'Torrance, mm-hmm. uh, Montreal, Montreal. I mean, they did great in the portal this year. Maybe not so good, but they've got to get better. Uh, they obviously they had to they had to replace Lyman, and that's how they had to go. And um, again, sometimes it comes back to the same thing we talk about all the time. Maybe Florida didn't have enough NIL money to get a better offensive line. I I, I don't know the details because it's so untransparent. Is that a word? Sure. Opaque. It's the opposite of transparent. Yeah, not trans, non-transparent. But, you know, we'll just see where it goes from here. I mean, they weren't going to win the SEC East this year anyway. I mean, but – Still, I mean, look, if you're not disappointed after losing a three-point game when you had a winning field goal set up, I mean, you're not you're not a fan. Yeah, for a guy that hadn't missed one all yeah. year other than the one but, getting blocked. Boy, when it when he lined it up, I was like, "Oh, man, this be this this is going to be great if he makes it, and it's going to be the worst if he misses it." And and it was hard. I, I was about the 20-yard line on our sideline mm-hmm. so the looking at it so the other end of the field looking so it's like my angle was perfect and you could just see it off of his foot that it was just right and it stayed right it just never curled back in and you know Jeff I liken it to a pressure shot in golf yeah where you see this happen all the time and a guy literally will just not finish it because he's the pressure is you know there on him um and I'm not, I'm not being critical of him, but I mean, and he missed it by what four feet. So, but I mean, that's all it takes sometimes. Yep. But it just, that's what it felt like to me. Like he didn't quite finish it. So it just kind of drifted to the right. Just hung out there. A little power fade. And today probably wouldn't be getting any calls. Everybody could go, ah, we won. I'm not calling there today. David called. So let's talk to him. David, what's up, man? Good, good afternoon, guys. Hey, Pat, Jeff, who who would you say is the greatest play caller in the history of Florida football? Steve Spurrier. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Are you sure? Yeah, and I agree with you. But you know what, guys? I would sit in the stands and hear people piss and moan about the play calls that the greatest coach we ever had was calling. If he called a pass, they would say, hey, we should have run there. I mean, I don't care how good you are, people are going to complain about something. And I realize that Napier's got some growing to do, but the guy is going to be good for our program. I honestly believe that, and I think he's building it the right way. He's trying to build that foundation. He's changing the culture. And, yes, he's made some mistakes, and he, he needs to tighten up that coaching staff so that they know what's going on, too. But you know what? I just... I don't understand all the gloom and doom from these Gator fans when we knew when he was hired, everybody was told it's going to take several years to build this program back. And uh, obviously people have forgotten all about that, but I haven't. Have a great day, guys. All right, David. Thank you. But there is the fact that he is 11-11, and that still is is – uh, I think Gator fans thought it was going to be a little bit better, but I think I think a lot of people realized it was going to take longer than they hoped it would. But but every time they they 
you know, they'll win a game like that Tennessee game or the Utah game last year or even the South Carolina game last year, um, South Carolina game this year, where you win those games and you go, okay, it's it, uh, this is the beginning of the turnaround. And then they go out and lay an egg and um, obviously and, – And they had done a good job of after losses this year coming back. It was the first time they lost back-to-back games. Yeah. This year and and again you're you know you're a few feet away from winning the game you put yourself in a spot to win the game you just didn't didn't make a kick didn't make a play or you didn't convert the special teams extra point and Arkansas would have had to come in and and score the touchdown instead of the field goal and maybe although I mean, you think you wouldn't have stopped them but yeah yeah they had some real problems on defense I I mean it I thought that defense was really good. Early in the year, and obviously the Tennessee game was it was tremendous. Um, but man, it is just it feels like it's regress. And again, I go back to playing, having to play so many young guys, so many guys that you weren't planning on playing a lot, playing all those freshmen. I just think it's it's pretty hard to do. I mean, and I I get what Aquarius was saying about. Alabama starts a freshman. He's a really good player. Yeah, it's one guy, and he's around. But, but again, he's around Dallas Turner and yes, think about and, the guys that you're yeah. playing with. Then exactly. I mean, if you're you're a freshman on a basketball team and you're playing, and you've got four seniors that have been there, done that, you're going to look better because yeah, you're playing amongst guys that are going to make you look good. Exactly. So I think that's it's like that with a, a lot of different teams. Kind of so. like that Michael Frazier year. Remember that when mm-hmm. he was so good? But, I mean, all he really could do is shoot threes. But, he, I mean, that, you, everybody loved him on that team because they went all the way to the Final Four because he had guys around him that were doing the other things, you know. So, yeah. so it, it, the trouble is they got a lot of guys out there who were tr- learning on the job, you know, um, Yeah, in, in college. You, you in mentioned the, the 11-11. I think that's the hard part is when you have now all these people – and I think we all know what Florida football was and certainly can be again. And I, and I truly believe that Napier will get it to that point. But when you look at all these Power 5 losses, you're comparing them to like all these really low-end schools. Yeah. I think that's where the frustration starts to happen. But where the difference, I think, in my mind is if people stick with Napier, and certainly you know that Scott's going to and, and the rest of the right. UAA, then it'll get away from that number. But it's just it's hard right now because you're going through all that. So again, the Norvell situation. After that, what he had three losses last year, and then he's undefeated this year. So if that's what happens here at Florida, then people will be pretty happy about yeah, that when it's you, all said and done. You won't even remember no, these couple years. Man, I can't believe we got so mad about that before. But no, but look, at the same time, your fans. Fans are supposed to get mad. Let me tell you what. Uh my wife was watching that game in Las Vegas with the sound off because the girls were all sleeping. So, you know, she wanted to scream and yell some things and obscenities, but she she didn't because people were sleeping. But, look, fans it's are fans. A.m. Wake your ass up. Fans are – well, I know. But it wasn't, come on. 22, you're not getting up at 9. Fans are fans, and you, and you have a right to say you want – Things to get better and things to change. I, I don't like it when people start a- asking for coaches to be fired because you really don't know what's going on. You don't know that there are aren't there is not another problem that, or with a player. Or there's something going on, and they, 
you can't get through to this guy or whatever. whatever. I, 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 I'm not saying there is. I'm just saying until you really know the inner workings of it, and I don't either. And, I mean, Jeff knows more than any of us, and, and he doesn't know everything. Because it's just there's a lot going on, in the, especially when you have 100 people working for your football program. That you do. All right, we need a break. We'll knock that out and come back with more of your phone calls on the Titan MRI hotline. This is the tailgate. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold, hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Stay mild early, but after the sun sets, temperatures will quickly drop off under mostly clear skies. Lows in the morning in the lower 50s with areas of patchy, dense fog possible for our Wednesday morning commute. Tomorrow afternoon, sunny skies. Highs should get into the mid-80s. A little bit milder overnight tomorrow into Thursday morning, again with patchy, dense fog possible. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. This is the Swamp. No play action. Pocket closing. Florida visits Baton Rouge to take on the LSU Tigers. 15, 10, to the house, touchdown, Gators! 
kickoff is set for 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central, with pregame coverage beginning at 4.30 Eastern, 3.30 Central, right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back. My last segment, then I'm off to the uh, Gainesville Quarterback Club where uh, Larry... Travis, no, Jimmy Travis. Sorry, got his name wrong. I keep so I keep wanting to say Larry Travis. Larry Travis played here back in the long time sixties. That for some reason that name comes up. Jimmy Travis will be the speaker and singer. He sings. He tells jokes. So he's basically like you. He basically is, yeah. Except he's got actual talent. Oh, yeah. And he can play more than three chords. Okay. <laughs> he can play these chords right here. I'm sure. So that'll be a lot of fun. It's always great to see him. It's our big gala for the Gainesville Quarterback Club tonight. So I am dressed gala? appropriately. Well, it's gala, gala, tomato, tomato. Okay. Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> Let's uh, go back to the calls and get Larry from over in your neck of the Hi. woods. Hey, Larry. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, Dules. Hey. So, hey, so anyway, Joe, just the reason I'm calling in, is just to kind of give you an idea on where my family's coming from. I'm a Gator, been a Gator my whole life. My wife's Gator, got a degree in nursing and stuff. Our daughter's got a degree in civil engineering, son-in-law's, you know, got his degree in surveying. Imagine that, a master's in surveying. So, I mean, we go way back. But the thing is, I remember when next year, next year, next year, next year for the Gators, right? And I remember 1984 was the year of the Gator. I even have the Florida legislature resolution declaring 1984 the year of the Gator and framing stuff. But now what we're hearing is, oh, no, not next year. The schedule's too tough. Oh, sometime in the future, we'll be competitive with Kentucky. Hey, I remember when they were the Kentucky Wildcats in basketball and the Kentucky Mildcats in football. You know, and and I just don't, I mean, we were told this guy uh, is, he pays attention to detail. I don't ever remember seeing as many screw-ups in details, whether it's too many guys on the field, not enough guys on the field. You know what I mean? Offsides, blocks, punts, you know, all sorts of things like that, you know? And it's really hard. I mean, it's really hard to... You know, it's like we've been joking, and I'm I'm not the person to make this up, but some, I stole this idea from someone, is instead of singing Tom Petty's Don't Back Down to Third Quarter, we should sing Free Falling. And, yeah, I've heard uh, that I, one. Yep. Actually, I think I know, my wife's the one who said it. <laughs> did your wife make that up? Uh, no, yeah, I, so. think it's, I think a lot of people have used that joke, and it's, hey, it's it's what happens, but, you know, uh, it, it's rough right now, and and here's the other thing. And I know that you're you're feeling the same way a lot of fans are feeling here. 
in that you look forward so much to football season coming. And you can't wait, and you look at the schedule, and obviously they've had, what, four sellouts already this year? Five mm-hmm. sellouts. So people are showing up, and then they're leaving disappointed. And they're, and they're kind of, uh, you know, it, it, it's very frustrating. Um, but that 84, when they put the, when it was the year of the Gator, it was after the season that they they made that declaration. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying that I don't, I mean, I really don't, I don't know what's going on. I mean, you know, we just watch it. It's, I don't understand. I mean, we were told he pays attention to details. Can you guys ever think of any other lack of attention to detail than, than him? Can you think of any other coach that yeah, we've had that had as many of these? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think uh, when you get 15 penalties in a game, that's not attention to detail, which was a few years ago um, with Dan well, How about running in for the, the kick at the end of this last game instead of just, you know. Yeah, and, look, and, and I, I mean, that, that's the it, bottom line. It, yeah. they, they, they did a lot of things bad again, and this is four games where they haven't had 11 guys on the field for a play. Yeah. I mean, this that's ridiculous, but – I think this is all stuff that he has got to do a lot of self-examination at the end of the year and find the right guys to make it happen. You know, when Mike called the first call of the day and wanted two guys fired, and I'm like, well, you don't know the specifics here. That's I wasn't trying to say don't fire anybody, don't make any changes. What I was saying was you don't know that that's the reason there's a problem. Um you're just going by what you watch, um, you know, on your couch. So, and that's yeah. where I am. I, I I know that he's got to get better, and he's got to do a better job. And if it means he has to move some guys around, or move some guys down, or take some guys out, then he's got to do it. But I mean, he, it's you know, he's it's his reputation and his his job on the line. Well, you know, you you guys don't hear it. You probably, I don't know how much I'll listen to Steve Russell. But anyway, but Steve will go, well, look, you know, if someone's been out there for, you know, they're getting better, they're getting experience, don't you think they're better year two than year one? And I want to go, well, that depends on how good the person is. I'm an attorney. If I work for a year for an excellent attorney, yeah, I'm better. But if I work for a year for a subpar crummy lawyer. No, I'm not going to get any better. And I'm never going to get any better. Whether I'm there for one year, ten years. If I'm working for a crummy guy, I ain't getting better. You know? And and that's, I guess, my... my I know I haven't been to any games. So I can't say there's receivers running free or this or that or whatever. You know, I've just watched it on TV. Uh, you know? We used to have season tickets, but that was back when the games were during the afternoon and we could go to Napolitano's after the game. And if we lost, I'd ask Nappy, hey, can we get aspirin on our pizza as a topping? And Nappy'd go, hey, aspirin ain't strong enough, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? But we don't have, I mean, at least to me, we don't have gator holes like that anymore. Things have changed, left me behind. They still want my money, though. But, but the, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know. I'm going to keep watching. I'm a Gator. I'm not going to quit watching. But uh, you know, I don't. I don't see it. Things are languishing. 
Right and, now, yeah, uh, it's it's. So, I mean, they've got to get. I mean, there's a lot that has to get better. But um, you know, he was yeah, not left and, a good good, you know, a good hand. And um, but he's he's clearly got to make do do things a lot better than they're doing them. And he's got to fi- he he's the one who's got to figure that out. Nobody's going to figure looked, it out for him until this week. I don't. All I was hearing this week was the swamp. It's such a super place to play. Look it at is. the fans. Look they at were there. how difficult it is, and all that kind of stuff. And we lose to Arkansas. Well, they went 0-10 and one. Know? They played all their games in the in, in or a lot of their games at Florida Field too, and they went 0-10 and one. I mean, that is. Yeah. It, it's look. The swamp helps you. It helps you a lot, but it doesn't win you games. And, you know, if the field goal kicker makes a kick, then everybody's saying, well, that swamps. Tough place to play. Florida hadn't lost a game there all year. But you got to give the guy a chance. Why get? Why move it back five yards? Because nah, you put two that's not why. That's, why have all that that's kind of stress and everything? Well, that's not why. You know what I mean? He missed it because he missed it. Yeah. He pushed hey, it. Plenty, you know, plenty of distance. Yeah. Well, I, hey, man, let me tell you something, okay? Sturgis, okay, Caleb is from St. Augustine, okay? <laughs> what you guys just said would get carried. His mama so upset. It's not just the kicker. It's the guy doing the snap. It's the guy doing the holding. It's doing the blocking. It ain't just the kicker, you know? Yep. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, and, and ask the parents of the kicker. <laughs> They're the ones that don't tell you that. Smiley and Carrot, right? I know, know Smiley them. very well. Yeah. yeah, in fact, I, I just saw Caleb the other day. He's at the gym all the time. So, yeah, you know what I mean. Ask him. It ain't just the kicker. Okay, that that no. Yeah, but only You're the kicker has that stat that. up there. That's right. Oh, one. Well, I know it counts <laughs> against him, but it isn't his fault on the extra point. No, you know, definitely was not his game. fault. That was you oh. know when the, all the stress and everything going on. But anyway, Liz, I appreciate you guys indulging me. I'm just saying it's really, you, you know what I mean? It's, uh, we got, hey, I've got a tag holder on my car that says it's great to be a Florida Gator. And I'm not changing it, but it's just, I, I can't even say wait till next year. If I say wait till next year, they'll go, oh, you haven't seen next year's schedule yet. Yeah. Have you? Wait till oh, t- wait till awesome. two years, Larry. Year. Two years will wait be for all right. Twenty years. All right, Larry. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right, Dules. Appreciate you stopping right. by. <laughs> so you act like I haven't said anything the whole time. I'll be back tomorrow. All right. See ya. Don't crush the guy for missing a field goal. All right, we'll be back to finish up the show right after this. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Ben McLeish. The Tampa Bay Lightning take on the Montreal Canadiens in an Atlantic Division matchup. The third-place Lightning will look to bounce back from their overtime loss to the Maple Leafs last night. Our coverage begins tonight at 7 p.m. Gators women's basketball faces off against Bethune-Cookman University on Thursday. They started the season off strong last night with a dominant win against North Florida and will look to get their record to 2-0. Sticking with the Gators, Florida baseball begins the Orange and Blue World Series on Thursday. The Gators are 2-0 in their exhibition matches so far. In high school sports, undefeated Buholtz will take on Mosley in a playoff football matchup on Thursday. 
At 10-0, Buholtz has dominated its opponents all season. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ben McLeish. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With Express Shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. One other thing that I like about Exceptional Dentistry compared to other practices I've been to is it's one practice. From soup to nuts, whatever I need in terms of my dental care, I know that they're going to be accountable and responsible to what services they're providing for me. Other practices that I've dealt with over the years, I felt like I had to triangulate, whether it be someone extracting and another person implanting. Here, it it is a one-stop party shop. You're gonna get every level of care that you need in terms of your dental care. I've become a new person since uh, all of these treatments have started. I'm extremely pleased with the time and the money investment that that I've made into this. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. At International Diamond Center, nobody tells our story better than our own non-commissioned diamond experts. In the 17 years that I've been in this industry, I have never been able to offer my clients the things that I can offer at IDC. What's best about our company is that we have access to far more options than most retailers typically do. None of us are paid on commission at all, so our interests are pure. We always encourage people to shop around because we know that our prices are good enough. You will be back. It's not a selling environment at all. We want to know what's most important to you and help you get there. We take care of your ring for life. We invite you in as an extension of our family. It's about helping each client achieve what they want to become a hero. When we approach it in such a straightforward manner, it's refreshing. They almost look at you with a sigh of relief, like you take the mystery away. The merchandise that we have is unmatched. The prices that we have are incredibly competitive. Our quality is unsurpassed. International Diamond Center. Discover the difference. Our people. Get store hours, directions, and more at shopidc.com. Unnecessary penalties are so frustrating. It can ruin the entire outcome for our Gators. And according to Mike Lester of Talon Wealth, by the way, Talon Wealth is the official wealth management team of the Florida Gators. And he says if you're not careful, an annuity or unnecessary fees that don't provide value could not only take a chomp out of your portfolio, but in some situations, it could possibly change your lifestyle in retirement. So don't let expensive products or unnecessary fees take a chomp out of your lifestyle. Call Talon Wealth for a no-charge comprehensive financial plan valued at $1,500 to make sure you're on track to retire comfortably. 352-751-3200. That's 352-751-3200. Or schedule at Guarding Your nestegg.com. Allen Private Wealth LLC. Investing in stock markets involves the risk of loss and there is no guarantee that all or any capital invested will be repaid. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Or a license D056341. Compensation was paid to Learfield for partnership with the Gators as of January 2023. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. 
This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Finishing uh, things up here on a Tuesday edition of the Tailgate. Appreciate all the phone calls today. If we run out of time to uh, thank everybody, and certainly uh, been some good ones, good conversation, and that'll continue with PG. What's up, buddy? How you doing, man? Good. Um, man, I wouldn't call it an all-star day for calls, but there was some real gems in there today. <laughs> there was. You could. You could, I don't know if Seth could do it, but like, if it's allowed, like, cut that first call, Mike, when he starts going at doing put that on the new intro somewhere. <laughs> you know, I bet you Mike would do it, man. He's, he likes firing things up. He'd be like, cool, man, do it. Oh, yeah. Because that was classic. Um, but there was a, there was a couple of calls. Dequavius, uh, I agree with something that he said because I, I see it too. And I know there's a lot of, moving parts to this, so I don't want to just come across and say the guys are out of shape because I think the depth isn't there, and I, and I do think some of the guys are really young. Um, and that's a two-edged sword, too. If you're playing so many young guys, it means your older guys aren't very good either. Sure. You know, And they don't have a ton of them, so it's kind of like, are they really that good to be playing, or is it because we have to? And I think, like everything, there's like two sides. It's a little – it's not one thing, Right. Um, but I do think – I don't think he needs to get rid of hockey or anything like that, but I think Napier, who's the strength and conditioning coach, needs to go back and say, okay, it, we can't go into year three and and say, wow, it is a problem. We need to evaluate it now because if that's a possibility, and I think it's a, a part of it, it needs to be evaluated because if it's a problem in year three, I mean, that that's just – with that schedule, you're going to have guys banged up. I mean, you've got to be in the best shape. I think have multiple quarterbacks ready. The two deeps got to be ready. Spend money on NIL. Do whatever you got to do. Um, and that's to break seven wins, you know. But that's what they're going to have to do. But I, I do think it's a problem. Um, one other thing, there was a caller that mentioned, you know, if Florida makes the kick, they're 6-3. and three. LSU made the kick, and they're six and three. I thought that was a great call, man. I, I didn't see it like that, and I know you. Yeah, they didn't, and they did, so it's different. But I do look at LSU a lot different than Florida. And to be honest, they're basically if they make that kick, they're the same team. I mean, record wise, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, or, or if they miss that kick, then Florida's actually got a better record. You can yeah, think, think about it that way too, but yeah, no, it, it it is certainly interesting, and you can never use the transitive property on who plays who and what. But remember, LSU played them when Arkansas's offense was way worse, and it was that yeah. close. So um, Arkansas's, you know, obviously changed some stuff offensively, and we'll see what LSU does because their defense isn't good. I mean, it could be one of those games like we saw a couple years ago. In, in the daylight when, you know, Richardson had that great comeback. And that was like, what, 49-42 or something? That was a crazy yeah. game. So we'll see if we see that again because it is hard to believe, you know, that the, the defense is going to be able to stop if it's Jaden Daniels um, or if or if it's Nussmeyer. But, you know, Nussmeyer, I think five touchdowns, four picks. So maybe you're more prone to see him and see what happens. I don't know. It'll it'll be interesting for sure. But, yeah, there, there there's – you shouldn't be thinking as a Gator fan that you have absolutely no shot to go into Baton Rouge and win that game. 
Yeah, I agree. I was actually at the game right there where Darius Geis got got pulled back Yeah, uh, on that. That was pretty sweet. But I agree, man. And you know what? I know people will be listening to this, and I love sports. And you can look at the whole game and, and, and say, okay, you know, you look at the end and you didn't do that. But really, you know, the stupid, you know, not having enough guys on the field, the team, the field goal running out, you know, that's the stuff. It's not just a missed kick. But in the end, they did enough right. If they make the kick, they have the same record as LSU right now going into that game. So, anyway, man, appreciate you. All right. Have fun. Have fun tonight. Appreciate that. Let's uh, get Bernard here for the last uh, minute or so. Hey, Bernard, got about a minute to go. Hey, uh, yeah, quickly. I I listen to what Shane. I like Shane when Shane played quarterback. Listening to him now, man, kind of make me sick to my stomach. I think he said something yesterday about the the field goal team ran on the field. Okay, they mm-hmm. got back off with no ten seconds runoff. Okay, we wish it wouldn't have happened, but I'm not putting it on Trace Mike. You've been knocking kicks through. We needed him to step up and do his job and make that kick. He did not make it. That's not the reason we lost. But I don't want to hear this crap about they ran on the field, and and, and that's why he missed the damn field goal, because nothing could be further from the truth. And there's a recurring theme on the show, and I do believe I, I I I don't have a crystal ball. I do think at the end of the year, Napier is going to have an offensive coordinator and a special team. And another thing about Gator fans, I've been Gator fans. I'm 64. I go way back. I'm sick of these fans on the message board want us to lose, lose recruits because they don't like who the damn coach is. If you're a fan, be a fan. I, I never pull against the University of Florida. If you need a friend or to call your friend, Invent, but don't 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 be wanting the, the Gators to do poorly. Agreed. That, that All right, Bernard. Yep. Thank you, man. Good stuff. Way to uh, finish the show, and it was a uh, a great Tuesday show. We'll do it again tomorrow, and can continue to uh, have this conversation for Zach and Duels. I'm Dozo. Bye, everybody. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM.